Welcome to Treadmill Talks with Shannon Maves, a podcast for athletes and fitness enthusiasts to pass the time during mind-numbing cardio while I use my no-bullshit coaching style to educate, inspire, and entertain. I'm your host, Shannon Maves. Now let's walk and talk. Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Treadmill Talks. After doing the last couple of episodes on hormones and reverse diets and kind of covering some of the negative parts of bodybuilding, I want to make this episode about more of the positives of bodybuilding and also kind of explain why I still compete even after going through all of the bullshit that I did. I'm also going to straight up call out anyone who has ever blamed bodybuilding for their rebound weight gain or their bad food relationships or their poor body image. Because that's all a fucking bullshit excuse. It's not bodybuilding's fault. And I really hate when people try to deflect their own issues and blame them on the sport. Sure, there are obviously some potential health consequences that can be caused by competing. But when you compare bodybuilding to other sports, like soccer, it's really not that bad. I mean, I may have slowed my thyroid function and screwed up my hunger and sex hormones in the past, but that was all repairable. And where was the concern when I was getting multiple concussions playing soccer as an adolescent? Because brain damage is not repairable. And yet nobody said that they were worried about me playing soccer as a child. Any sport is going to have the potential for some type of injury. And if it weren't for bodybuilding, I legitimately would have never gained the confidence, discipline, or time management skills to do something like start my own business. Obviously, competing and starting a coaching business kind of go hand in hand, being that they're both fitness related, but competing is truly about so much more than the physical transformation for me. Yes, I love that I get to use this beautiful combination of science, sport, and art to build and sculpt my physique to take different shapes, but my deep, deep love for the sport is in the process of molding my physique. I love prep and I love improvement season. I legitimately love all of it. And the story I shared a couple of weeks ago about my horrible reverse diet, well, I take full responsibility for that shit. It's not bodybuilding's fault that I didn't hire a coach or that I didn't do enough research to learn about what I was putting my body through. And honestly, I look back at that year as such a pivotal point in my life. Sure, it had some low lows, but it also had some really high highs. That was the same year I created Shannon Maves Fitness. And it was the year I won a competition that I seriously did not expect to win. Before my season ended and I went through that horrible reverse diet, I was the most confident I had ever been. And now knowing that I made it through all of that shit, I'm even more confident today. Like, come the fuck at me, bro, because I can handle it. I get on stage half naked for the sole purpose of having people literally judge me and rank me against other women who look phenomenal. And I've fucked up my health and bounced back from it. Yeah, I'm a damn champ. 
I don't know any other sport that would have ever given me this kind of confidence and education too. Because I'm the type of person who never wants to make the same mistake twice. When I fail, I get almost obsessive about researching ways to make sure it never happens again. And I also learn best by being thrown into situations firsthand. So I fucking retain that information in order to be able to apply it to my future preps, as well as to help me be a better coach to my athletes. Competing has also helped me develop a level of discipline that I never knew I was capable of. Growing up, just the thought of keeping a food diary sounded like pure torture to me. And now I weigh out just about everything I eat. Like, always. Even on days that I'm not tracking my food, I still weigh out certain things. Because it's just a lifestyle at this point. God, I even used to cringe at people who said shit like it's a lifestyle. And now I'm one of them. But it really is. And the thing that I realize now is that it's not a lifestyle that just happens overnight. It's something that gradually happens over time. First, I started just by tracking my food without actually weighing it. Then I would weigh it, but I would only track the calories. Then I started tracking calories and protein. And then I started tracking all of my macros. Eventually, I got down to tracking even more things like fiber. And now I track literally everything down to shit like sodium. I actually weigh out my sodium when I'm a few weeks out from a show now. So yeah, the lifestyle change didn't happen overnight. And when I first started competing, it was difficult to adhere to the diet at times. If you asked me something like, do you want a cookie? I probably would have responded by whimpering and saying something like, yes, I want a cookie, but I can't have one. (laughs) But here's the thing about discipline. It really is like a muscle. And the more you use it, the stronger it gets. Because nowadays, if I'm in prep and you ask me, do you want a cookie? I would answer with a genuine, no thanks, I'm good. And it's not that I don't like cookies, because I'm a damn cookie monster. Remember the story about me eating an entire box of Oreos? Yeah, I fucking love cookies. But I've strengthened that discipline muscle enough now to realize the cookies will always be there. And that shit is going to taste even better after I've accomplished my goals. So yeah, I genuinely don't want a cookie. Thanks though. I've also become way more disciplined with working out now too. I mean, I've always been active and I played a lot of sports growing up, but just going to the gym for the sake of bettering myself wasn't something I did on a regular basis competing is what really shed light on how much consistency makes a difference. Years ago, I would structure my workouts around my schedule. Now I structure my schedule around my workouts. And before you go thinking something like, yeah, well, it's easy for you, Shannon, working out is part of your job. True. But I started working my life around my workouts before it was my job. When I worked my eight to five job, I woke my ass up at 4 a.m. to train before work every day because I knew that if I waited until after work, I wouldn't do it or I would half-ass it. And I knew that I needed to consistently show the fuck up in order to make any noticeable amount of progress. 
Along with discipline, this also required some serious time management. Anyone who says that they don't have time is really just saying it's not a priority because we make time for what is important to us. Sure, some people are way busier than others. I get that. I really do. The mom who's raising three kids while working a full-time job is going to have to manage her time a lot tighter than the 20-something-year-old with minimal responsibilities. But I've seen it done countless times. I've got some badass fucking working mom clients. And if they can do it, so can you. I might not be raising a family, but I am a solopreneur running a business and competing has seriously helped me learn how to manage my time as well as create a good work-life balance. Because when you're deep in prep, it can mean spending a lot of time at the gym and it can mean spending a lot of time meal prepping. So you've got to figure out a way to get that shit done in addition to whatever else you have going on in your life if you want to actually be competitive on stage. What's worked well for me personally as far as time management is planning ahead and making lists. Oh my God, so many lists. I always have my daily to-do list. And when shit starts to get really crazy, I will literally write down things like take a shower. I also make weekly and even monthly lists. And I prioritize my lists to differentiate between my have-tos and my want-tos. Because like I said, we make time for what is important to us. So I make sure that my have-tos get done before my want-tos. Just in case anyone is under some sort of false impression that I have it all figured out, though, my house is usually a fucking mess. And it's not because I don't have time to clean, because I'm sure I could make time if it was more of a priority to me. But honestly, I personally prioritize a lot of other things over cleaning my house. Don't get me wrong, I'm not over here living in squalor, but my house is far from being anything you'd ever see on Pinterest. Like... When I take check-in photos to send to my coach, I'm usually kicking aside dog toys and Amazon boxes to make it look more presentable. <laughs> but anyway, I just personally find more value in spending more of my time and energy working out at the gym or working on my business than cleaning my house because that's how I manage my time. Again, it just comes down to what is important to you. And bodybuilding has really helped shed some light on those things. Because when you're deep in prep and you're crazy busy, it kind of forces you to reflect and realize what's truly a priority and what you actually need to make time for. Now, here's where I'm going to get a bit more feisty and possibly ruffle some feathers. People who claim that bodybuilding ruined them. Come the fuck on. Did it? Did it really now? Was it not your own fucking fault that you didn't communicate with your coach or ask questions? I know it sounds harsh, but I've heard this bullshit too many times. It's always something like bodybuilding ruined my relationship with food or bodybuilding gave me body dysmorphia or bodybuilding made me gain so much weight after my competition. Well, here's my take on this. For one, Stop playing the fucking victim and take a deeper look within yourself. Because I know plenty of competitors 
who have improved their relationship with food by competing. So if you felt like your relationship with food was starting to become unhealthy, why didn't you mention it to your coach? And if you did mention it to your coach and they didn't help you through it, then why the fuck did you stay with that coach? There are plenty of great coaches out there, but not all of them are going to be a great coach for you. You need to find a coach that works well with you. One of many reasons that I let one of my previous coaches go was because they didn't believe in untracked meals. Everything had to be tracked if I was going to work with them. And while this was great for some people, I personally need to give my mind a break from tracking once in a while. It's not that they're a bad coach. They just weren't the coach for me. And if you think that bodybuilding gave you body dysmorphia, I would really reanalyze your reason for wanting to compete. Because if you decided to do a competition prep as a way to lose weight or to seek some sort of validation, those are not good reasons for competing. And those are indicators that you were unhappy with yourself before you competed. Learning to truly love yourself and love the body that you possess comes down to mindset. Losing a ton of weight or gaining a ton of muscle isn't going to make you happier. That shit comes from within. And if you're going to sit there and blame the sport for your rebound weight gain after a show, well, you need to listen to my episode where I gained 30 pounds in two months. Because guess the fuck what? You're not the only one that's happened to, and it's not bodybuilding's fault. You're the one that decided to compete in a sport that requires you to push your body past its limits. And you're the one that either didn't ask questions or didn't follow protocols or some combination of the two. I could have easily said, fuck bodybuilding when I gained 30 pounds instead of owning up to my own fuck up. But I'm not one to play the victim or ask for sympathy from anyone. So stop blaming bodybuilding because it is an awesome fucking sport that I have personally witnessed change people's lives for the better. My own life being one of them, despite some of the messiness that it has brought on. And as a coach, I work with my athletes on those things like mindset and time management. I help them develop a plan that is in their best interest as far as things like food relationships and body image. And I encourage them to ask as many questions as they can think of to make sure that they learn and get the most out of their journey. And clearly I don't hold back. I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader when you're killing it. And I'm going to scream my fucking face off in the audience on your show day. But I'm also not going to sugarcoat things or blow smoke up your ass because your mental and physical health is way more important to me than just putting another athlete on stage for the sake of growing my business. So if you've been thinking about competing or if you've competed before, but haven't found that perfect coach that is right for you, then click the link in the show notes to apply to work with me. And thanks again for listening to my treadmill talk. Thank you for listening to treadmill talks. If this episode taught you something, lit a fire under your ass, or at least helped you forget how long you've been walking in place please leave a review or take a screenshot to share on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at Shannon Maves so I can give you some love right back. And thanks again for listening to my treadmill talk.